I'm going to start off with a big shout out to two of our listeners. Is it Matt and me? <laughs> I don't listen to this show. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. So remember last week I offered a trade for some Steam trading cards? I do remember. I've got yours, Dan. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. I think what's happened with Matt's though is because you opened the pack, that sort of messed it up, so I may have to put another request in for you. I've never received a request from you, I'm afraid, but I guess the deal stands, so. But two of our listeners have also offered to give me all their trading cards. Offered themselves up to you. Mm -hmm. Craig and Nate have said, yep. I can have it, and they're going to continue to feed my addiction for these things that mean nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I look, I mean to. that's very generous. I just, I do need to point out to Craig and Nate. Um, let's stop feeding his addiction <laughs> after these cards. Like cards, fine. Usually, feeding Luke's addiction is not something you want to do. So no. let's just keep that in mind. But I, I am going to be nice. I haven't decided what, but I will buy them a game in the exchange oh. for the cards. I don't want to just take them. I'm not that much of a dick. Buy them a game. I'm pretty sure you didn't buy my game, Luke. I'm pretty sure the game that you swapped me for, you just looked and said, what do I have two of? Sorry, no. I did purchase that game. Okay. I purchased that. I've purchased Steam Engineers. I purchased a four-pack of that game. Oh. Because the plan was we were going to play it, and that's why that's where Matt's came from, is I gave that to him oh. as part of the pack, and now I've given it to you. Okay. So it's my well, fault. now we can play it. Now I have it. Oh, no, we probably still won't. Yeah, we probably still won't, but we could. And that's what yeah. counts. We could talk about it. Yeah, we could certainly talk about it. We're good at that. It's on the Xbox now, so I'd probably play it there. Ooh. Achievements. My Xbox is packed away. Oh no! <gasps> yeah, but I've is it going on the boat? Ages. I've been doing. Yeah, it's going to go on the boat. I, I've been doing so much just gaming on Steam and GOG, and I just mm. I'm not going to miss it. Nothing's coming out during the time I'm moving. So what? What you should actually look at for is getting like Xbox Game Pass on your PC. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You get it on your PC, there's 100 PC games you have access to. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've used that. Interesting. Like, including they've ju- what just came out this week was Fallout 76. Oh, is that out now? It's out. Interesting. On, as part of Game Pass. Because I have Fallout 4 uh, on PC because of that, I noticed. Mm. But, yeah. So, if you, wanna, if you do want to give Fallout 76 a try without having to pay money, now's the time. <laughs> well, I and still you should pay money. Try it without money. I'd have to sign up to Game Pass, and that's not free. Well, no, no, you can sign up for your free trial. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, maybe I will. That's one thing. I probably won't. I don't think. Don't know if you've noticed this, but free trials are starting to disappear. Huh. I think, and this is sort of something that sort of happened around the start of the pandemic. Everyone being locked in, so Netflix and Disney Plus, I think, have both got rid of their free trials. Really? I didn't know that. And because if you look at it, everyone already knows what they do. Like, it's not a big shock anymore. Yeah. But you do have those people who just always create a new account and get the free trial. Fuck, people that sounds so annoying. To death. Why would I would- so, and that's why I think, yeah, they're starting to get rid of those first month free type of thing because if you're going to want it, you're going to pay for it. And- mm. Now, speaking of Fallout, Matt, you've been playing mm. a bit of Fallout this week. Have you been playing the original Fallout? I did. I How'd you go? I think I started because, so I got caught in this, um, you know, you get caught in a YouTube uh, binge-a-thon mm-hmm. and I found mm-hmm. a very good series 
Oh, there's a YouTuber by the name of Joseph Anderson, and he does these very long but very good kind of retrospective videos on video games and other things, films and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did one on the Witcher series. Uh, only the the first game is out, and he's got one for Witcher 2, Witcher 3 coming out. And during it, I'm pretty sure it was during that video, he mentioned Fallout. And just it just, you know, like clicked something in my brain, and I was like, oh, I've got to play the original Fallout again. So I installed it, and I've been playing it, and I'm a little addicted to it. But it's a bit okay. buggy. I don't know. Have mm-hmm. you played it recently? I have. Not recently. And I stopped. Apparently, one I of the things you can it. you can fuck yourself over. I didn't know this was a thing. If you're playing Fallout and you start um, reloading saves to try and get better results on things like mm-hmm. that, for some reason that fucks up your save. Because as you a get- deterrent? Like is that I don't think so. Is I think it's purpose? something to do with the way that it manages memory with, to do with the saves or something like that. You can end right. up, it, like, it'll load the state of the old save game, but you get, like, for example, my issue yeah. is in um, Junktown, there's a quest where, you know, you go into the bar at night and you see the fight where the, the mm-hmm. gang members punch the waitress, right? <laughs> so, that happens. Yep. I remember that. But before that, right, I got into that sequence in the hotel where you've got to rescue the the woman from the, the guy who goes crazy and kidnaps her. Anyway, the way that I saved it, I saved it where I'd already seen the brawl in the bar and, and then I rescued her and then I reloaded it a couple of times to get a better result rescuing her and it got all scrambled up. So now when I try and play from a save where I didn't have the bar fight yet the bar fight doesn't happen because mm. it's got that flag flipped in the save game mm. so i don't know if that makes sense but that's what that's kind of what i'm talking about a little flag that says something has already happened will get flicked and then accidentally saved when it didn't happen yet i wonder yep. if that's what's happening with me because i stopped playing fallout because i'm at a point where i'm in the prison of the mutant town Right. Yep. And I'm and there's a guard standing outside the door, and I can't escape. And I've tried every way to escape, and he just kills me every time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I went online. I found an FAQ, and and everyone just says when he walks away from the door, run away. But I've <laughs> fucking left this thing on for an hour. He doesn't walk <laughs> away from the door. And I've tried yeah. standing in every position in the room, and I've tried doing everything, clicking on everything. Like, I'm pretty sure he's meant to be walking away, but this, he's not. He is. Has not. he ever done it? While you were playing, ever? Yeah, I, uh, no, no. I, th- I, I think the first time I played it, he was maybe he did pacing in the hallway. Yeah, I think. See, maybe some flag got fucked up because if if that happened and then you reloaded, the bit where it said that already happened may yeah. have stayed and then it loaded the game and then it got away. fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what happens. That makes apparently. a lot of sense. Oh, you got to remember, this is a game from the 90s. Mm-hmm. But it's still a fucking fantastic game and I'm- Still fantastic. Yeah. I, I should, it's, you have to you have to be, you have to get past that first start of the game. It's really hard to get started in that game with the mm. graphics and everything now because when you start out coming out the vault and you're in that temple thing fighting cockroaches, mm-hmm. it's very easy to turn it off and just go, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is very slow. Once I got past Shady now. Sands, I was like, no, mm-hmm. this is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the controls are kind of a little more clunky than I remember them being as well. Mm-hmm. It's also not terribly good at, I mean, older games weren't as good at this, but just keeping track of what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. Like mm. all it says is find the water chip. 
And it doesn't tell you that I already talked to somebody here and he told me I should maybe check this place and this and that happened. Doesn't None of that's in there. Like, if I don't remember that, I'm fucked. Yeah, and, and it is that now. Games were a lot more punishing back then. Yeah. I don't know, Luke. I've been playing a game that's been punishing me a lot, but I've been doing that on purpose because I'm a masochist. <laughs> it's a dominatrix simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Practically. Now, guys, I've I've uninstalled Disco Elysium now so that I'm not tempted oh, to you play have? it again. Oh, you have? You're done? You've- yeah. I almost I played, did that. <laughs> I played through the third time, finished the uh, hardcore mode and got the achievement for that and uh, uninstalled. So, yeah. Nice. Maybe when I get a hold of my tie, I can wear it and I'll be tempted mm. to play it again. I know someone who has, da- has a tie much like the one you want. Mm. I got one exactly like the one you want. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. But who knows how much that's going to sh- cost to ship. We'll see. It can't be that much. It's a fucking piece of fabric. Yeah. Put it in an envelope and say it's a letter. Yeah. It's a very dense letter. Recently, um, this company called Big Herc, they released a new shoe, uh, Toxic Crusaders. Oh, yeah. Oh. So remember the cartoon? So oh, yeah. They've done that. It's a high top. I purchased it. I loved it. Yeah. But they And they got caught with the whole shipping thing because shipping oh, yeah. is now- and crazy. They were so nice that they went, look. So they did end up charging me more for shipping, even though it was going oh, to cost oh, okay. them more. They'll, they absorbed the cost. Where the, they absorbed the cost. Yeah, right. Well, recently they've now released Apocalypse Inc. So remember they were the bad guys in Toxic Crusader? Oh, fucker. Vaguely. So I need those shoes as well. Mm. And so I, they sent me an email going, look, these are up. We know shipping is crazy at the moment. We're actually going to can't subsidize it anymore for you, but we'll give you a discount code yeah, right. to try and help, And which I thought was really nice, and they gave me 25% off the shoe. Mm, right. And that so it worked nice. out. The, the shoe cost me uh, $60 US. Shipping cost me $60 US. Jesus. Hmm. That's how much shipping is at the moment. But I have to really? say big shout out to Big Herc yeah. for doing that, especially wearing the cost the first time. What are you saying, Big Herc? Big Herc. B-I-G-H-E-R-C dot com. Okay. That actually is what I thought you said, so that's good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So Yeah, they, they make some really cool stuff. So, so you, you have Toxic Crusader shoes then, do you? Yes. Yeah, I saw nice. a snap of those. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's great. That is great. You should send a pic to my friend Lloyd. I loved the, I think the I will 90s walk. where they started making cartoon series for kids based on R-rated adult <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> like... That was not a show for kids. No. No. Not, I mean, at all. Not a show for anybody, show for, to be honest. But, but it's a oh, great don't get me wrong, I though. fucking loved it when I was a kid, but I wasn't meant yeah. to watch it. But even when they did the cartoon series of Police Academy, I'm like, it's about a guy trying to get laid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does it have the gay nightclub in the children's cartoon <laughs> yeah. series? I bet Constant it doesn't. threat of gay rape. Uh, the yeah. Blue Oyster. The Blue Oyster, that's the one. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but, yeah, I just thought I'd give them a shout-out for- I, Yeah. Uh, like, I think just a really great Ac- service. Police Academy is probably what solely spurned my love for accidental nudity in films. <laughs> right. You know, like, there was just so many instances where, like, a guy was just completely- Naked? Yeah, no, no, but like um, <laughs> humiliated oh, by, sure. mm. by suddenly being naked in public. And when I was a kid, I thought that was the funniest, the funniest. thing that could possibly happen to someone. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually started watching the Three Amigos for some oh, god no reason. I watched that, the other, I watched that a couple recently. Weeks ago. Yeah, really? Do no, we all fucking watch that? I, I, That's so weird. I love the movie, but the audio on that is just so bad because it goes mm. from talking, but then when there's like a fight scene or music, the, the volume just skyrockets. Oh, finding it really annoying. Some movies. But I think a lot of movies like used to do that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I do. There is definitely, um, you know, the times where I've, I have to ride the volume control. To mm. avoid scaring the shit out of like, my pets. There's a, there's a fight scene coming up, so you put it down, mm-hmm. and then they start talking again, and you can't hear them. Mm-hmm. I, I find on Netflix, I do that a lot, and I don't know whether that's just because of the compression they use on their videos, or whether it's just the type of films I watch. But mm. basically, on dialogue, I'm on a certain volume level, and then anytime it's mm-hmm. anything else, action sequence, <laughs> car chase, just I, music. I actually think it right it's down. on more so on older ones, and I think it's due to that experience of going to the movies. Right. So that, like, you'll be watching talking, but when the action scene comes up or some dramatic, they up the volume, So and it just makes you feel more in the movies, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But mm. it's just Luke making shit up. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> Speaking of movies, um, mm. I curated myself a little film festival this week of movies about video games. And mm. uh, so I... We've 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 been talking about Billy Mitchell every week for the last mm. fucking million years, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then Luke, you mentioned last week that um, you'd got a hold of of a documentary called Man vs Snake. Uh, yeah. Did you watch it? I did watch it. I did watch it. And did you enjoy it? I loved it. I loved <laughs> it. And the, uh, the reason why I think I really like this one, the guy it's about, it's just a nice guy. It's not. Yeah. 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 That's right. So. Um, no, Billy Mitchell. Oh, Billy Mitchell's in there. Oh, he's he, in there. He also, yeah. he, he also tries to take credit for oh, he how he did it. Like, he was giving him advice really? for just, like, stick with it. To and- be fair, to be fair, it was Walter Day trying to insert Billy Mitchell oh. into every instance. I, I will watch any film show, documentary, etc. that has Walter Day in it. I find him absolutely <laughs> That's the Twin Galaxies guy, right? Yeah, it's the guy the who started yeah. It's the guy on the logo of Twin Galaxies. Yeah. And, um, and it's also, if you look, it's what makes it crazy is that Walter Day, he's in a cult. Yes, he is. Well, he is. He's in it. a yeah. transcendental meditational cult. Oh. Yeah. Like David he's, Lynch. He, and he's sort of one of the only ones that's sort of allowed to go out in public type of thing because of his stature. Yes. And, and right. he apparently his status in the cult is reliant on him being in the media as well. Um, so part really? of the reason that he keeps um, kind of pushing himself and, and pushing his kind of key uh, personnel like Billy Mitchell is because it also grants him status within this. I wasn't going to call it cult, but Luke's already said it, so. <laughs> 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 the, the, it also it, okay. So, so I watched Man. I've heard Snake. I've heard TD is a cult before because I know David Lynch is big on transcendental meditation. So I got interested, and in everything that I looked up was just like it's a cult. Mm, so. It certainly it certainly seems like a cult. It's certainly I nice. call it like I see it. Mm. Um, so, Man vs Snake is about Nibbler, which uh, <laughs> it's the most basic game ever. I think we, we mentioned briefly last week. It's basically Snake and Pac Man combined. You're a snake. You're in a maze. Yep. You, you got to eat these little dots. Um, and you keep getting bigger as you go. Yes, you keep and getting faster bigger. and faster. So, just like in real life, the, the way that <laughs> the way that Nibbler works <laughs> is that um, whereas most games only had six digits of score, this one had nine, so you could get a billion, oh. right? 
But the only way to get a billion was to play for 40 consecutive hours. It was the only Fuck. way to get that high score. It's time-based. So yeah, so if you want to top out Nibbler to the billion, you have to just wow. keep playing. It's, and yeah, it's, it's not actually time-based like there's a timer for you to do it. It's just it that just takes you that have, long. that's how long. The, oh, okay. The, 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 yeah, just to get yeah, that right. points. It takes that long up. to accumulate points. And the only way you can do it, because you would say, I mean, the first thing I thought of was like, how do you go to the bathroom during that time, right? Nibbler, <laughs> you can um, increase your lives by playing well. So the only way to yep. take a break is to increase our lives where you've got some to spare and then burn oh. while you go away. Because if you so leave Nibbler a- there, he'll just yeah. keep going around the screen, around the edges, getting longer, getting faster, and then eventually bite his own tail and uh, <laughs> it'll reset. So you just you just have to burn yeah. lives. That's um, funny. Mm-hmm. Or just tape a little bag to your dick. I thought about that too. Well, I mean, sorry, a large bag. I shouldn't have said a little bag because I would, I would for the security <laughs> of a large couch. bag, just a garbage bag taped to your dick, <laughs> and not just to your dick, Matt. Forty hours. Oh yeah, okay, fine, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. and then you can play longer if you want. <laughs> you can, you can play longer. So this, uh, um, I, I also watched uh, another one, uh, another documentary this week that's worth mentioning too called The Ecstasy of Order, The Mm. Tetris Masters, um, which is not a particularly well-made documentary. It certainly doesn't have the kind of uh, intensity of King of Kong or Man (laughs) vs. Snake, Um, but it is quite good. The most interesting things about it is learning stuff about Tetris that you didn't know before. The only way to... What is it? It's not a... Get a high score on Tetris is to get to level 29, right? Um, And that's basically when they're dropping so fast you can't move them left or right. You just literally don't have the time to move them left or right. (laughs) So they land where they land. So basically what you have to do is when you get to level 27, 28, if you're a, a top player, you have to just start stacking on either side and leave a gap down the middle so that when they start falling so fast that you just can't move them, they're actually just falling in place and possibly even causing Tetris as they go up, creating lines. That's fucking great. I know. Yeah. Um, And I watched a third one as well Mm. uh, that I want to mention just briefly. So Man vs. Snake. Luke, you you watched the whole thing yet? Yes. Yeah. So Man vs. Snake is mostly about uh, Tim McVeigh, who got a Mm -hmm. high score when he was a kid. Um, and Twin Galaxies put him up as the record holder on that. Uh, But then it came out that some other little kid around the same time in Italy got an even higher score even earlier, but Twin Galaxies Mm. just didn't know about it, and so technically he he hasn't had the record, and so he wants to go back and and compete for it again. And get it. And competing against him is Dwayne Richard, and if you've seen... King versus Kong, King King versus Kong. If you've seen King of Kong, you've seen Dwayne Richard as well. He's the guy with the dreadlocks who uh, yep. also plays Kong and uh, okay. Pac-Man and th- those old games too. Um, in fact, he is on a one-man crusade against Billy Mitchell right now. <laughs> yep. And, and he has apparently spent, uh, I've read online that it cost him $70,000 of his own money to make his own little documentary which you can watch for free on YouTube and it's called mm. Billy Mitchell 
the perfect fraud man. Um, and it's, it's close to three hours long, so he does not hold back. Has he and, invented um, the word fraudman? Fraudman. Yeah, all? not fraudster. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> fraudman, <laughs> one word, compound yeah, word. Okay. This was the guy that was a bit of contention in King of Kong, wasn't it? Yes. When he, he, Dwayne gave him the console that he beat it on the first time, and that's why they were questioning whether it was real because they didn't trust him. Yes, and there's also uh, a bit of contention when he he broke the Nibbler uh, record as well when he was going against Tim McVeigh. And the reason that they found out was because he they played yep. on cabinets supplied by Twin Galaxies, but they mm. brought their own board, right? Yep. And, oh, sure. Um, and, and his fucked up during the during the competition and he had to withdraw because it froze. He then went yeah. home and took a video of himself playing it again and, and broke the record. But then mm. uh, people on the internet stacked it against uh, videos of other people and found out that his uh, in-between games, his load screens, were loading at double the speed of anyone huh. else's when you stack them side by side. Mm. And uh, they realised that he had tampered with his board. Um, ah. In such a way that it speeds up your your load screen. So he he withdrew to his actually just speeding up the load times does make a huge difference because it means that instead of having to do it for forty hours, it could go down to thirty five. Yeah, right. You're getting that advantage that way. It's a huge advantage to having That's five hours less gaming when you're sitting in your own feces. So much um, drama for such a weird little no. But the corner thing of the is, world. he withdrew. He put, he withdrew to his credit. He withdrew his his record. He called Twin Galaxies and said, "Take me down." Uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, my board is is faulty. But I mean, it certainly seems like his. <laughs> it's faulty. It loads fast. Yeah, it's faulty. It's really helping me win. Um, yeah. <laughs> which makes it. I mean, if I had been accused of cheating and was still kind and known in various circles as being a little bit of a cheat, I probably wouldn't be going after Billy Mitchell so hard yeah, for totally. cheating. I would want stay to out of the stay limelight. the fuck out of it. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I don't know. They really don't like each other. It's like a bad breakup or something happened. Also, I, I mean, just from seeing King of Kong and some of the other ancillary things, these people just like the attention. I don't know if it's even about any... Any of the actual, you know, like integrity of, mm. you know, arcade well, game that's, that's scores or anything like that. They just want to be the one who's getting the yeah. attention kind of thing. Well, look, I mean. Because it's not like there's money or anything behind this. No. Well, it might Billy, be a bit. Billy Mitchell's already been uh, given the Gamer of the Century <laughs> uh, award yeah. uh, by Nintendo, which was a made-up award just to uh, just to give to him. I've also found out that. Just to um, shut him up. Billy Mitchell is actually. Uh, basically personally funds uh, Twin Galaxies. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's funny. Which is why, you know, in, you know, in King of Kong when, uh, when he sends in his tape of himself playing Kong yeah. and uh, you've got Walter Day going, yeah, it seems a bit dodgy. I mean, the score changes, uh, you know, a bit glitchy and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It, but th- but then he just goes through and puts it through anyway immediately. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, you don't even hear what Billy says, but he goes, "All right then." Yeah, yeah. I think what he Understood. said was, "I fund you entirely." <laughs> yeah. Do you do you want to have a job, Walter? Yeah. Um, so I th- I think I think a big part of it is 
you know, is, when the is world that. stops being on fire, can we go to Twin Galaxies together? I'd love to go to Twin Galaxies. Where yeah. where is Twin Galaxies? Actually, it's not too far from oh, you, Matt. It's th- in. Hold on, let's find out. I thought it was in the middle part of America. I think it's like Midwest. Uh, Twin Galaxies. Twin arcade. Galaxies Arcade. It is. I think it's like North Carolina or somewhere, right? Oh, that's not far. Well, it is, but it isn't. It isn't. I mean, oh, it's I- so- Iowa. Iowa is it? Oh, okay, that's yeah, that's the middle, right? That's yeah, that's that's a that's a drive. I think that's probably like twelve ish hours. Let me check. I might make it. Which that up. which arcade did they have the Donkey Kong Championship in with oh. um, Steve Weeby? Uh, Funland, Fun something might have been Funland. Fun spot. Fun spot. That one's closer mm. to you, I think. Right. Okay, so yeah, but I'd, I'd it's going to take also go- twenty hours to get to Iowa from here. So, okay. more thing, I'd, I really want to go to Twin Galaxies because that is sort of oh, fun spots in New Hampshire. Yeah, we can do that easy. Yeah, I mean, but look, we could do it. Hmm. Yeah, we get Iowa. If there's still we get America, Iowa and New Hampshire, yeah. there it. might not be an America, Matt, because you guys are going to burn it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess that's your aim. Uh, just looking at the news, I. I can only assume <laughs> trying to have it implode on itself. I think I think we're just trying to infect each other. That seems mm. to be what's going on at the moment. I'm not quite sure I understand, but infect each other with coronavirus, mm. with racism, yeah. with <laughs> culture. Yeah, yeah, it's all spreading. Speaking of uh, wokeness, Matt, can you oh, explain gosh. to me, please, why the OK hand signal has been removed from <sighs> Call of Duty? This one's weird, right? Because I, I, I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, fine. If it's being used as they say, that's fine. But I'm just so confused about this whole thing. So uh, at some point, the OK hand sign- signal, like I think everybody probably knows what I mean by that. You know, where you just put your, you put your finger and your thumb together and you go like this. Uh, you can't see what I'm doing, listeners, but I'm doing what I described. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that and it's also that thing where, you know, there used to be that game where you would Put your fingers like that, and if someone looked at them, you got to punch them. Did you ever play that <laughs> stupid game? Oh yeah, I never I, played it, but I know of it. Whatever that was called, oh, I've been punched. But that symbol has been associated with white supremacy. Some do we know how? how? What or way? Why? This article sa- says, like I said, I'm not quite sure, but this article indicates it came from um, 4chan at some point, and it was a joke. I, I think. So my understanding is, and I could be wrong, please let me know if I'm wrong. I think someone started it as a joke saying people are doing that and it's to signal they're white supremacists. I think because Trump does it a lot, that might be white. Oh, okay. Like maybe it was, I, I, I don't know. But they're saying now because it was a joke and everybody knows about the joke, now white supremacists can do it and say, oh, I was just joking. And so you can't do it anymore. You're not allowed to do it anymore. And I'm like, that's so fucking weird. Okay. But if I'm a diver now no. and someone like gets my attention to see if I'm okay, I can't give them the I'm okay signal. No. Now. No, because, you know, I mean, they've got a mask on me and there could be any, you oh. know, who they are. I believe I'm just- that in Europe, uh, the okay symbol, single? The okay mm. symbol with your hand is what you kind of- Hold up in a bar if you're trying to let other guys know that you're you're up for a bit of gay sex. <laughs> well, that may be the case. I don't know. 
But maybe, all I know maybe, is maybe it's only white supremacists country, who are up for a bit of gay in, sex. In this country, you can't do it anymore. Right. So the, everyone, the, the Nazis, the Kyle salute was getting a bit too <laughs> on the nose, was it? And now they've just. Started. I think that's the thing is that I mean that is a little obvious. So I think, mm. like I said. The article says this started as a joke. People were saying, oh, when someone does the okay symbol, that means they're a white supremacist. But then everybody learned about the joke and then now the racists are like, oh, that means we can do it. And then Which so now, now means no they one can't. can do it. That's interesting. And actually that's probably my favourite thing about cancel culture. If there's anything we don't like, all we have to do is tie it into racism. <laughs> yeah. And it'll just get cancelled. Is there something we don't like anymore? And we can just spread it around on 4chan saying this is what we yeah. do in the white supremacist community and pretty soon it'll be cancelled. Cancel culture. Let's do, do it for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, to be honest, I don't care. I'm happy to not make that symbol anymore if people don't want me to. I just find the whole thing very strange that, that mm. that's how we got to this place. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I still don't understand why it's considered that. Oh, uh, I think I did say it's because the W is like when you do it, so you've got three fingers up like the W, and then the O is like the O for power. Okay. That's what so the W is turned white. into. But O for power, that's how I learned the alphabet. <laughs> for yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whiskey, tango. I guess the power. O is for, oh my God, whites are great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah, just so they're removing it from Call of Duty. No, I know what it is. I think that's the hand. I think that's the position your hand is in when you're holding a tiki torch at a white supremacist (laughs) rally. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But I mean, I guess this means they can ruin all sorts of fun things now. So that's a shame. Yeah, I I still don't understand. They don't even have to do it. it. Racists don't even have to be doing it. Someone just has to say racists are doing it, and then we can't do it anymore. Fucking weird. Yeah, th- th- the first time I've heard that might might be like linked with racism was the fact that yeah they've removed it from Call of Duty. That's the first time I've heard it. It's not like something mm. you know like in passing or anything like that. No, or- I, I guess I knew about it, but then maybe that's because I'm in the US, so I've seen this garbage all over the fucking news. Are there so, any people oh, of okay. color in Call of Duty? Yeah, uh, yeah. Then maybe yeah. people were doing. I mean. No, I don't think it's related to Call of Duty at all other than the game features it and then maybe somebody said, oh, you got a white supremacist symbol in there and they went, you know what, let's just get it out of there and then we don't have to worry about this shit. I'm sure that's what happened. just adding fuel to the fire because I I agree with you, Luke. I think yesterday this didn't mean that and maybe some nerds (laughs) on the internet were talking about it. Well, that's the point. It does. I think I think that th- what you're describing is correct, but that happened before they removed it from Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And the reason they removed it from Call of Duty is because that had already happened. Yeah. So, but yeah. Strikes and effect. My question is, how do we let that happen? It's so bizarre. Well, it'd be like you know you got an earring in the wrong ear, and when we were kids, you know what that meant. That meant you were gay. Yeah. yeah. So the way to combat that, just get it in both ears. Yeah. yeah. And the, the year that you weren't supposed to have it in, it changed. Because that was the whole point was that it wasn't a real thing. It was a joke. It was just so that you could call people gay. Like, yeah, it's not a real thing. It was a fucking stupid thing. Anyway. Ugh. Now I get everything pierced. Everything. Everything. <laughs> Are you right or left foreskin? <laughs> Trick question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My foreskin is long gone. I thought it was just I am um, long. 
the the well, the guy. Go on. The guy that claims to have the largest dick in the world, that is basically what his dick is. His foreskin. Have you heard about this? The guy who thinks he has the largest dick in the world, he well, he weighs his dick down. So he puts weight on it and it's caused his foreskin to stretch into some terrible looking thing. And he just has it, has it wrapped in bandages all the time. And Oh, God. There is a subculture is it- out there of men who are trying to regain their foreskin. Yeah, I've seen that on Penn and Teller. They have like <laughs> which, a device. Which one out of Penn and Teller is trying to regain no. their foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> they did an episode on it and it was about how, you know, because apparently culturally here in the US, I don't know how it is these days, but it's that you're very heavily socially pressured into to doing it. And so they did an episode on whether you need to fucking worry about getting your kids circumcised and whether you, you know, whether you should be doing it, whether it's morally... Let me guess, at the end of the episode, like, Penn and Teller decided it doesn't fucking matter. No, they decided that you probably shouldn't do it because right. you let the kid fucking decide. Yeah. Like, really? Like, who are you to modify the kid's body before it can consent? I think that's where they fell down on it. But, mm-hmm. but yes, they had that a guy on there who demonstrated this, this device that he has that he stretches it over and kind of clamps it on there. And he wears that throughout the day to, <sighs> to re- restore Jesus. it. Jesus. In the Philippines, uh, you don't do it at birth. You do it at age 13. And oh. it is voluntary, but you are socially pressured into doing it. Yeah. If you drive if you drive okay. around the city in, in Manila, say, you'll see- <laughs> you'll see crippled bill- kids. No, no. You'll see billboards. <laughs> you'll see billboards that are like, time to become a man. Oh. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with having had it done. I'm glad it was done when I was, you know, before I could form- <laughs> Memories, yeah, um, totally. form an attachment. To be honest, I would have liked to have been asked. So I mm. tend to side with Penn and Teller that you shouldn't genitally mutilate your children. Yeah, uh, let them because they went into their own genitals if they want. The common later in life, the common reasons given for why you would want it done, and most of them were fairly, you know. I think yeah, the not, main not reason great. is not very compelling. Not even uh, religious or for any other reason other than uh, well, that's what I have. So that's what I'm going to do to my yeah. kid. That, that's actually yeah. I, that's the actual reason I think these days mostly it's you just think you're supposed to they, they want yeah oh, yeah that's they're yeah. they're worried that they will be judged if they don't have it done and so they'll do it I think that's yeah man I don't even know if it goes that far I think it's just like well I want his to look like mine Andrew Roy style yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna have to look that, at this baby's a, dick I want it to look yeah, familiar like, <laughs> I don't want I don't want it being marginally bigger than mine. <laughs> I don't want my son to be able to stretch his dick out like that weirdo on the internet. <laughs> because it's not like people are going to look down on you if you don't get your child circumcised. Look down on it. Why are you showing? <laughs> what, like it's because to me, I don't. Know, I'm not a parent, but I assume you just don't walk around and showing your baby's dick to people. Don't you? Huh. Look, none of us I could be wrong. None of us are That's parents. Not a parent. But this yeah. is something we should probably figure out before. Not qualified. Any of not us qualified. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'll Google that before yeah. I do it. Just now to, that just to make now sure. that it's been brought up. If you're a parent, yeah. right in. Are we meant to be going around showing our kids' dicks? <laughs> Take a look at this. <laughs> should I have gotten this bit cut off? <laughs> the uh, the name of the film you mentioned, the Ecstasy of Order. Mm. Uh, segues nicely into someone I'd like to nominate for Geek of the Week. Mm. Oh. And that is the composer of The Ecstasy of Gold, Ennio Morricone. He has passed away this week at the age of, I think, like 
80 something. He must you know be what? getting on. Yeah. 91. There you go. All right. At the age of 91. So he had a good run. Uh, and he uh, he composed fucking shitloads of music. A lot. Yeah. Are you familiar with him, Luke? Um, I'm looking through IMDb now to see if there's anything he's done that I have seen. Uh, let me, okay. okay. Let Shout me tell you. Out. Are you familiar with this? Wow, You ever heard that before? I think I have. You said more to it? No? No. I know it, but what do I know it from? The good, the bad, and the ugly. Ah. I've just found something that I he did that I, I liked. The so, yes, week. he gets geeky a week. Red Sonia. <laughs> oh, sure. All right. I wouldn't have thought to suggest that, but all right, good. I think the last film he did may have been The Hateful Eight. Is that true? Well, Let me scroll back to the top. He's done 519 things. His last one was On the Road. Uh, no, he's done a Yeah, I, no, you're right. He, he, always he was worked. still going. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, arguably responsible for the modern film score, the way that films are scored, because he did all those spaghetti westerns and everyone was like, that's fucking awesome. And then mm. it just changed the way that they did it in Hollywood to, to suit. So uh, The Thing, he did the score for The Thing. That's another uh, one for you, Luke. Mm, yep. Uh, one of my favourite film composers, fantastic, and uh, he will be missed. Dead. Wasn't COVID, was it? I don't don't think so. It makes it worse if it was in a way. I would fucking, I would dislike that. I don't think so. I think, uh, oh, no. No, he uh, he fell, uh, fractured a femur, and then uh, he died at a hospital. Oh, shit. Did he fall from that block that the conductor stands on to (laughs) conduct the orchestra? You know what? I don't think it's- He fell down to the pit. Mm. It doesn't say, but that would be, I mean- if I was him, I guess that would be how I'd want to go. Mm. Doing what I loved. Uh, I love this, though. Uh, his lawyer distributed a statement that he wrote himself from hospital that said, I, Ennio Morricone, am dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking can't beat at, that. <laughs> at what point did he write that? <laughs> I assume in his last moments, I imagine. But, mm. like, that's amazing. Wow. That's like Schrodinger's Ennio Morricone, you know? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, as soon as he slipped, he was both dead and alive. <laughs> Jesus. He wrote Hey, he his was dead. first Academy Award was for The Hateful Eight. That's amazing. That's, uh, yeah. that's like... Uh, all, uh, it's a long time coming. Probably an mm. honor- honorary thing at that stage, right? I don't necessarily remember that being his best. No. It's it's catchy. The main theme is catchy, but it's not. Do you remember? No, no, I should watch that. No, the ecstasy of gold. So, I uh, which one is the ecstasy of gold? Uh, it's the one Metallica used to use it before they came out on stage. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, that is great. That one. It's fucking mm-hmm. tops. Uh, one of the things he did was two girls, one cup. The show. Okay. I have no idea what that is. Okay. All right. Maybe he was a bit s- 
I mean, maybe he was a bit hard for was work like, at some point. This has no, you know what would make this better? It's like a fucking hard <laughs> well, that's. I think that's why he's so prolific. I think every time he whistles, somebody records it, and there's a score. Yeah. Well, they do feature whistling a lot. Uh, Fistful mm. of Dolls is, has a whistling uh, motif as well. What I love yeah. about the that main leap motif in uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is mm. that he play. It's it's the the actual uh, melody is quite short and very simple. But yes, they play it on yeah. so many different instruments yeah. to connote different things, different characters, what's going on. It'll just mm-hmm. it'll be a whistle and it'll be just a nice little quip, but then it'll be on this like dirty electric guitar that's down-tuned. Yeah. Um, but it always reminds you of what it is. Yeah. It's very yeah. emotive. Yeah. Uh, no, he's, he's a great good at composer. that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you've approved it because I was going to argue with you if you didn't, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not enough nerdy suicide. films until he saw Red Sonja. He did not commit yeah. suicide, yeah. or did he? No, I don't think so. Ninety one, he was Sonja like, made "Just it. fucking take me, sweet death." <laughs> no, he had fucking really? shows lined up. He was still going, like, because I, I was like, um, still whistling. I was like, I wonder if I could go because now that he's he's passed. Although with COVID, it's difficult. But I was like, I wonder if someone would. If they were going to do like a, you know, the music of Ennio Morricone mm. kind of show, because I would love to go to that. Yeah, so I kind of Googled and he had shows lined up for later oh, in the wow. year. So, yeah. I don't know how people could do that. Like, he's 91 and still going. I'm hoping to make 60 <laughs> and still be a little bit active. Yeah. In what ways are you active for now? Your, uh, yeah. Well, he's, act- he's, he's pro- a fairly prolific actor, aren't you? Oh, that's true. He's uh he's known mm-hmm. for his true achievements. Achievements. Yep, I love my achievements. You're Did you get my message on true achievements the other day? By the yeah. way, Luke. Did I what? Sorry. Did you get my message on true achievements? No, I didn't. Sent you a message. Too busy looking at my score, not I your inbox. <laughs> or I've sent no, a message to the wrong person, which will be embarrassing for yeah. me. Uh, based on what I sent. You've sent it to Duke Alderson. Oh, you're coming for me. That would be awkward if it was just some random person. (laughs) (laughs) Coming for you. (laughs) So you've joined. Australian comedy, sir. You finally joined. I did. I joined. And then promptly forgot about it. (laughs) Until just It's really good if you get stuck. They have a lot of guides on there, and that's where I get most of my news from. Hmm. Very good. I'd like to talk TV and I want to ask you a question, Matt, about something that you've started watching. But if I may, just before I segue to that, I just want to mm-hmm. tell you about a TV show that I think I'm officially done with. <laughs> Go on. I've stopped watching Dark. Oh, you've stopped. Is it just it's because you couldn't quite catch up or work out what was happening on from the last I mean, season? Yes, going that's, nowhere. That's always. Been, yeah. I, I, look, you know, when you watch a mystery and you're like, oh, I mm. wonder what what. What is at the heart of this mystery? And then as the, the more characters they add in and the more ridiculous plot, as, at a certain <laughs> point you go, there isn't anything in the middle of this. It's just going to like be. Like lost. Yeah, it's lost. It's lost itself for sure. Mm. Um, there the are now box. timelines stacked on timelines 
God. Um, there's characters from every point in their lives. And, and that was always there, but it was always poignant. And now it's just <laughs> a cacophony of plot. And uh, I think what they should do to show the different timelines to help keep track, they should give each each timeline like its own tinge of colour. So if they're like in the present, it's like a it's like a very just a light green you can see if they're okay. look, going Luke, back that's to a this very period, good point. Just, except that now yeah. they've all converged and there's people from oh. all of these different times and different alternate timelines all coexisting now, trying fucking to hell. fucking have a cohesive story that I'm meant to follow and enjoy. Uh, and I yeah, realized that just feels far too confusing. I realized at a certain point I, I just wasn't enjoying it. So I've Damn. turned it off. So not enjoying things has led me to ask Matt, uh, what did mm. Jenna think of The Alienist? <laughs> uh, on theme, we did not enjoy The Alienist and we mm. stopped watching it. Mm. Um, you, you probably did the right thing because when I recommended it to you, I'd only watched an episode or two and I was still holding out hope that it was going to continue being It's odd. Uh, it's odd. Mm. Yeah. Like- it's got a lot to like about it, but then it's also got a lot to dislike, and mm. I just don't know how to feel about it. Like, it's beautiful, yeah, and it's like the tone and the well, the, the tone is not quite the right word because the, I think the tone is the the, the weird part because it flip flops. I know between. exactly what you mean by that. Yeah, and the, and some of the performances, I'm like, is that the only take they got? Yeah, like <laughs> that's the take of that that they put in yeah. this show. Yeah. Like, Jesus. And then you, well, you, season two starts this week. Well, I know. season one ended with what can only be described Spoilers. as a deus ex machina. It's not a spoiler oh. because someone just made something up and all the characters <laughs> went along with it. You know what I mean? Um, it, was a, it was a very disappointing end to what was meant to be a mystery. Yeah. Uh, mm. But I agree with you about tone, Matt, because, like, you'll have something that's quite deep, very dark. Yeah. And then yep. the dialogue that discusses those things feels like it'd be written for children. And you're like, what am I watching? Yeah. Perhaps one of the children that was brutally murdered and had their eyeballs ripped out in the scene prior to that. Like, yeah. and, then they're, and then it's just like all goofy. Like, yeah. it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, obviously you know, it's working for some people because it's, it's been quite popular and they got a second season. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it's I just, just couldn't get into to it. To me, it's just a bit too TV. It's a bit too free to air telly. Um, yeah, I th- it just needs to be a little bit more HBO, and it goes there from time to time, but it just doesn't stay there. It's inconsistent, and so as you say, Matt, yeah, with a love story, you know, you'll have a goofy romance love triangle, and you'll be like, "Oh, we're doing all this wacky shit, and we're in love," and then it's like, well, "Now yeah. she's fucking dead." Yeah, and you'll be like, "Oh fuck, okay." And like Luke Evans is like, "Oh, I'm bumbling, I'm bumbling, I'm bumbling." Oh, now I'm trapped in a in a brothel with like a bunch of ladyboys and it's like, it's like what is going on yeah like also i don't understand i'm no historian but were there that many ladyboys in new york city I, at the turn of the century because there are i'm happy to ignore that like, not ignore that like that's fine it's just that the tone of it is just so strange yeah like yeah <laughs> i love it Whatever. i love it though when there's that inevitable moment like halfway through the series where like they're trying to track down this ladyboy killer and he just turns to his little his little stable boy and he's like, well, the only way to solve this, you're going to have to put on a dress and go and get fucked by a strange man. 
so weird. And that kid, that kid must have been waiting the entire time for it, just being like, fucking please don't think of it. Please don't think of this it, idea. Just don't even look at me while yeah, you're thinking. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to slink just away. Every, so yeah, every time they start talking about it, he just turns around, backs out of the room. <laughs> yeah. It's just so odd because they're all good actors. Mm. And actresses in things. Yeah. But in this. Matt, just, did you watch I've... The Nick? No. Okay, watch that. Same setting, but with a consistent tone. Okay. I guarantee yeah. you'll love I The t- Nick, except they're not detectives uh, or, you know, psychic detectives. I don't, you know, they're not alienists. They're surgeons. Right. And yeah. um, this is kind of undertone of dramatic irony where the cutting age in surgery at the turn of the century is stuff that you just would know as a child mm. in the 20th century not to do. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's like, yeah, watching, even watching um, modern crime shows where it's even, you know, like there's the Golden State Killer, for example, wasn't worried about DNA because he didn't know what the fuck it was. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it just goes to show. Yeah, doesn't matter. If you're thinking of, of <gasps> a crime, oh, oh, you can't with think of DNA. it. You can't even think of everything. Yeah, exactly. You're not. You don't even. Yeah, know you've got how to think of things you. that got. Yeah, that won't be invented yet. Yeah, not worth it, mate. Trust me. I watched something else that we had talked about. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm gonna click there so you know what it is. Um, that that Dan, you had said maybe it would be worth me giving it a rewatch. Uh, that is a film by the name of Interstellar. Oh. I rewatched Interstellar this week, Did and you? I was watching it, and I was like. This is fucking so good. Was I wrong? And then, and, you know, spoilers. Then, honestly, this is the bit. This is the, it's not even the, none of the science stuff. I'm fine with all that. Mm -hmm. There's literally the the bit where she's in the bedroom when she's all grown up and she's Jessica Chastain now. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, it was my dad. The whole time it was my dad. That, that, just that. I was like, oh. Yeah. There's no reason she would have figured that out. And it would have been so easy to give her one. Mm-hmm. Like he goes, he's in there in the, and he's doing stuff. And then he goes, oh, I know. I'll just say, it's me, dad. It's me. It's your dad. Yeah. But he, yeah. that never happens. And then it was just, I was just, that just bugs me. So, yeah, yeah I agree. fucking fantastic film. But then the ending just made me go, oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I rewatched it and, and I tried not to be hard on it. And for that reason, I really, really enjoyed it. And I was like you, Matt. I was mm-hmm. like watching it going, oh, no, no, this is good. I'm, I'm, I'm into this. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, like most was, of it is fantastic. Yeah. There was, it's just a couple of character motivations that let it down. I think yep. Anne Hathaway's character motivations let it down to a point. But then again, you could just argue that she's a flawed character and that, that they're all just kind of part of her, you know, general fucked upness. Um, yeah, but then for me, it wasn't even the fact that she figures it out. It was the fact that at some point around that time, she just suddenly decided it was important to figure it out when she just spent yeah. Thirty that's what years I mean. The, with why no then? interest in yeah, getting to know her exactly? Dad. And the only reason it's then is because it's like it feels like it should be then because it's being intercut with him in you know going having gone through like oh he's in the tesseract yeah so it feels like oh they're in at the same time but that's not true because he's outside of time yeah like she could have fucking figured this out at any point yes especially since that scene is actually very or never figured it out you know like her her she's set fire to the cane fields and they're burning and her brother's out there put out the fire and they know they've only got that 
amount of time before he gets back and catches them in the house. It's it's very yes. thrilling. But the motivation for her even being there is bewildering because you're like, well, just yeah. go and come back another time. You know, like that, and, and just established that time is relative. has infinite time to yeah. send this message to her. So I don't know. It's just just that aspect of it. When I think about it, it kind of falls apart, and that's exactly mm-hmm. how I felt after the first time I watched it. Except this time, I didn't forget that the everything leading up to that was fucking amazing. I like yeah. <laughs> the first time I saw it, it really that is, bugged yeah. me so much that I just forgot about how good the rest of it was. Mm. So, so I'm glad I rewatched it, and I like I love it. It's fantastic. I have it has made me rethink my opinion on it. It's just that one bit still bugs me. Mm. It just didn't ruin it for me this time, like it did the first time. Would you recommend it to Luke? Have you not seen it, Luke? No, I have not. The other thing about it, and this is not a, uh, a criticism as such, uh, and it actually leads me to another Christopher Nolan film that I started to watch. Uh, with Interstellar, a lot of stuff is said once very quickly, and if you didn't catch it, you would have no fucking idea what was going on sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's a lot in this film, and sometimes things like sciencey things they go, oh, that's, you know, the, you've, you know, because of relativity, we go down to the planet. That's actually not a really good example because they do show that quite well. But there's other science-y things yep. that if you were like, wait, why did that happen? Mm. If you didn't catch one line of dialogue, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Mm. And then it got me thinking about, I tried to watch Dunkirk a few weeks oh, yep. ago. For the first time. For the first time, yeah, I'd never seen it. Um, and... I had trouble with it for for a few reasons because it's kind of odd as a film because mm-hmm. it's not traditional film, mm-hmm. I think, fair to say. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of more a, this is what happened and it's not particularly about anyone in particular or like, do you know, do you know what I'm sa- trying to say? Absolutely, yeah. And I also had trouble with Dunkirk because literally everybody looks the fucking same in it. And I <laughs> like, like there's like 10 soldiers in there and i know i'm like one of those guys i've been watching for 20 minutes but i can't tell which one it is anymore mm. they same all look haircut. it's just same clothes same haircut it's just white bunch of white guys in a literally the same clothes with literally the same haircut i can't tell them apart mm. so i don't even know who i'm supposed to care about the other thing was and, then, and and i'm sure they told you at the start but i missed it somehow or i misunderstood it but i didn't realize that of the three stories that were being told in the same movie time one takes mm. place over the course of a day, one takes place over the course of an hour, and one takes place over the course of five minutes. And Oh. See, I didn't... They, yeah, neither did I. But they're stretched out so that they occupy the same amount of time in front of your eyeballs while you're watching. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it's another So he's kind playing of the time again. He, yeah. So, well, here's the other problem with that is that I didn't finish Dunkirk, not because I wasn't... I, I would have kept watching it, except I paused it to go and do something... It plex that I was watching. Plex that I was watching it in, uh, like shit itself, and it. I cannot get it to restart from where I was at. Yeah, and I was just like, you know what? You're not going to find it. Too much hassle. Whatever. Whatever. I'll watch it another time. Look, it's definitely not his best. um, For all the reasons you mentioned, I think it is worth watching to the end. I I would like to. I guess Interstellar reminded me. I was like, oh shit, I never finished Dunkirk. But I guess it's not a good sign that I forgot. Mm. (laughs) You know. Mm. So <laughs> he's like one of my favorite filmmakers, like no question. Yeah. So sure. absolutely, I want to give it another shot. And so that, like I said, wasn't even didn't even dislike it. Just 
had some trouble with it and then couldn't get it to work nope. again and forgot it existed. Yeah, you weren't entertained enough to actually yeah. go yeah, back it's to not it. really entertaining. Look, the, the thing is about Nolan, though, is I, th- I think my favourite Nolan film is still Memento, probably. Sure. Um, because everything you need to know about the film is in the film and it's confusing. Right. It's like a puzzle, but... But it's but it's all there. It doesn't rely mm. on you knowing other gimmicky things like one story takes place in an hour, one in a week, and one in a day. You know what I mean? Like it's, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, as some of his other ones did. I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing what he does next. But the most disappointing thing for me is not that it's been pushed back, so I won't get to see it. But it's that there's far too much time for hype to build, and far too much sure. time for mm. people to start trying to guess what it's about and. Mm. You know, they keep releasing new trailers and, and new TV spots and stuff. I was like, no, I don't want to see it. Just show me the fucking movie before I start thinking about it too much. Yeah. yeah. And I think that happens with a lot. Like that, you get an announcement of something and then they keep hyping it up for years. Mm. Whereas I like the idea of they announce it and it'll be out next week. See, yeah. But him, like he's like begging them basically, hold on, and, hold on to it and put it out in cinemas. Don't fucking release this on streaming. And this is one case where I know that there are some – you could argue that that's like a like a money thing, but I think with him, like I'm assuming Tenet, like most of his other f- recent films, was shot on some fucking IMAX, mm. you know, hundred mil film or so. something yeah. like that, and it would literally hurt him <laughs> for people to not experience it the way that he wanted. Like yeah. with um, you know, those scenes in The Dark Knight that he shot on IMAX, and then I think he's done it ever since then. I must I think say, he and- I found it a bit dist- distracting. I was about to say disturbing. Distracting mm. in Interstellar where it kept it- switching ratios. Yes. I mean, at the cinema, yeah. I think that works, but on home video, it's just. It's weird. Yeah. Because mm. you're like, why It looks happen? like a mistake. It just looks like. It, it draws attention to the things? craft, which yeah, it's not supposed exactly. to do. Yeah. That and. Um, I think, like, in the case of someone like him and someone like Quentin Tarantino, you know, he got pissed off about Star Wars booting him from the cinema. Mm. Like, again, I don't think he, those two guys I would give, like, that, that's they're upset artistically. Yeah, I agree. So, mm. um, like, I know he's getting a lot of flack for this tenant thing because of COVID, but I, like I said, I think it really just is, it, it would upset him mm-hmm. for people not to see it in a theater. I agree. And not- those two examples that you've just used are two guys who also refuse to shoot digitally as well. So they're like, right. no, I've shot on film. This needs to be projected. Yeah. Like they're, they're wankers, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we love them for it. Mm. I, I want to put out a film to you both to watch, and I, I'm going to watch this again too. Um, it's Ad Astra that came out last year. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This was another one where there was times where I was watching this going, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen, and times where I was like, why is this happening? Like, mm. And I'm interested to hear your opinions on that too and uh, I want to see if those things that bothered me the first time around bother me for a second time around. I would like it's to basically, watch that. If, if you took 2001 A Space Odyssey and Apocalypse Now, two of my favourite films, hmm. and made them fuck, this would be their baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, yeah, it's Brad Pitt, right? I know, I've, I've seen it. I've just... And, and actually, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I should watch that. And then I never did. Do you know what I watched? I don't know if I mentioned this. I finally watched uh, on a flight. This is a couple of years back now, probably. I don't, don't, don't know if I've mentioned it. I watched it on a flight to, uh, to England. I watched Oblivion. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oblivion. By the, was that, it's the guy who did um, 
Tron Legacy, right? Tom, Tom Cruise lives in a spirally house on a planet. Yeah. yeah. That was a really good movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Like, it was not, didn't blow my mind or anything, but it was really solid sci-fi. I'm surprised it got, because I seem to remember it being shit on a lot. I thought it was really good. I think it came out too close to his other sci-fi movie. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, which was excellent. Edge and it of kind Tomorrow? of overshadowed it. Yeah. I watched that yeah. again recently. I, I really love that movie. I, yeah. I really, really appreciate that. I film. keep meaning to go see that, but I haven't. I don't know why I haven't seen that. See that, mm. Luke. Ignore all the other the, films the, we've told you to watch and watch that. L- oh, you know what? I repeat mm-hmm. tagline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That should have been the title. I just, yeah, yeah, I agree. I never remember the name yeah. of it. Um, do you know what's on at theaters here right now? Because they're trying to get people in there. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Empire Strikes. Oh, okay. Oh, and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. Like all sorts of good shits on yeah. the movies right now. I heard they're re-releasing mm. Bill and Ted in some theaters in America to get people oh, hyped. Man. I mean, it's not really a. I mean, I, it, that might be fun to see with other people, but it's not one that I would. Oh, I could just wish to see Bill and Ted on the big screen, like yeah, it was intended. <laughs> and I also, I'm not even. Uh, you know, I'm not even all that tempted to go back and stream it or download I, it you know I'm, I'm scared to go to a fucking movie theater to be honest <laughs> the way things are yeah I, I i honestly don't see the big thing about going to the movies anymore no it doesn't need to be a thing no, i agree i know that's going to upset those directors but <laughs> yeah my screen's fine now i don't have people talking or on their phones mm-hmm yeah, still don't understand how people do. But then I'm also very impatient, so I may go see Bill and Ted at the movies. I would love to see Bill and Ted at the movies, but I just don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm talking about the new one. No, 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 I know. Um, yep. I'll have to see how things are by then. Mm. They're shutting got everything got down again Six weeks. Now, so. Six weeks? Yeah, see, I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm not going to the movies six weeks for now. Yeah. Although, see, I say that, but, like, if Tenet comes out, I'm going to have to go and see <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. Mm. I'm going to have to gauge that. Mate, Actually, if you James know what? Bond Here in Rhode Island, doing things pretty well. So, what's that? James Bond. No time yeah, to die. Right. There's no way I'm going to not see that on the weekend it comes out. They're handling things pretty well here in Rhode Island, so maybe maybe that, maybe that's possible. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing is, like, you have to book your seats. They'll keep you separated from mm. people. They're staggering, so yeah, might be okay. Probably better than usual, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying this kind but of there's... restaurants with uh, no one at the table next to you. Yeah. Although we went to, we were in Connecticut on the weekend, and uh, I guess, like, you know, states are so different here. And uh, we, I called ahead to this restaurant that we just found mm-hmm. one near where we were. And I was like, oh, you know, you got outside seats available. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, you need to give your name or anything. And they're like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, all right. Isn't that a big thing there that you... So we got there and it was just like, it was like as if there was no pandemic. Like it, it was like <laughs> uh. super weird. And mm. then so we didn't go. Because yeah. I was like, that's yeah. fucking weird. Like, I don't know. Not worth the risk. Yeah, you got to Maybe I'm wrong. Seriously. But... No, yeah. it's not... Not worth the risk. If you get this, it can kill you. So it just seemed weird. I guess they're not enforcing it there because here in Rhode Island you can't do that. You got to book a table. You got to be like x distance apart yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I was just expected it was like that everywhere, but apparently not. Uh, we we did have that. Like yeah, you had to put your na- a name and contact just in case mm. something went through. But they've they've now re- that's not in place anymore because we're into phase three. Yeah, right. Of the, but I think we're going back up because there's <laughs> starting to be hot spots. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're doing picking that up. Too. 
You know where okay, we, we, the the chances of catching a deadly virus are dangerously high. <laughs> I'm spreading diseases around in in the after, the after party. party. Yeah. If you don't know what the after party Already. is, head to patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm. You'll find all the info you need. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.